Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Curious John podcast. This is your host, Onome. In this episode, I'll be playing a YouTube video and I'll be sharing my thoughts and comments on the video. So the title of the video is The Meaning of Life, Spoken Word About Islam. So it's a short video, about seven minutes, and uh, it's basically a form of... um of apologetics video so i want you to listen and enjoy what are we doing here and where are we gonna go it's like we just woke up one morning and then it's welcome to the show don't ask any questions just go with the flow make as much money as you can and try your best not to get broke copy everything so the first thing i noticed about this um video is that the speaker is trying to paint this narrative that uh, there are these deep questions in life that people should ask and most people don't ask them they just flow on with life and go with the status quo and all that and of course I don't I don't think that is the case I think from time to time people do wonder about um, these type of questions and that is why that's one of the reasons uh, we have like human beings have religion like all over the world and at different cultures and all that like many uh religions try to answer these type of questions and many people just take those answers so it's not like uh it's not like they don't think about it they just like most people just believe that they have these answers and that is of course that is what this this person that's making this um claim that is the same position that the person has he thinks his religion has these answers and he's trying to like tell us why we should accept this religion's answer. You see on the TV from the hairstyles to the clothes and don't think too often, just do exactly as you're told. <laughs> I think that is really ironic because he's saying he's, he's throwing a he's, he's sort of throwing a jab at people that don't think too often and they just do exactly as they are told. And this person that is talking is a Muslim. So basically the, what it is like the definition of Islam is submission. So what it means to be a Muslim is to submit to the will of Allah. So you submit to Allah like a slave and you don't question what he tells you. So uh, I think that is a, that is a bit of a, of a self-own there. If you ever get confused, then just turn towards the alcohol. You'll still hear thoughts, then just turn up the radio as you learn to live a lifestyle of drugs, sex and rock and roll. But- this is another thing that I find quite strange. Like... Uh, I, I hear a lot of religious people making these type of claims and the, the way Christians usually say it is that uh, there is a God-shaped hole in your heart and if you don't find God, you're going to like try to, you, you, you keep trying to fill that hole with alcohol and drugs and all that. And I don't think that is true. I, I, I think I understand what they are trying to say. I think they, they mean most people are trying, most human beings try to seek a sort of purpose and meaning and all that in life. And of course, that is reasonable like i think that is the case but trying to say if you don't find god and they are not just talking about any god they are talking about the specific god of their religion uh you're going to keep uh trying to fill that hole with self-destructive behaviors i don't think that's true because there are so many things you could do in life to like give your life meaning and purpose that are not self-destructive so the whole idea of is either you take our god or you you run into this um this um cycle of drugs alcohol and self-destructive behavior i really think that is um that is false in all honesty 
I just need to know. Of course, you could even, like, there are so many people that are not religious at all and you see them living very normal life. They are not, <laughs> they are not doing drugs or trying to destroy themselves and all that. So, I think uh, that is really weird. I'm onto the cycle then, growing and getting old. Living and dying just to leave behind a happy home and a whole lot of property that somebody else is going to own. I just really need to know before the casket's closed. Because I'm not willing to gamble with my soul, nor am I ready to take any chances. Yeah, this is that Pascal's Wager way of thinking again. Like, uh, don't gamble with your soul. It's better for you to to believe the the claims we are, we are selling to you, no matter how wild and insane they are, than for you to die and find out that... It's better for you to believe it and be wrong than for you to, like die and find out that it is true like why you didn't believe it and it's just um it's a really it's a pitiful logic these are just simple life questions and i'm just searching for some answers like what are we doing here no you're not searching for answers you have your answers already and you're just trying to guide us towards your answer and what is our purpose how did we get here and who made us so perfect and what happens okay this guy just said who made us so perfect yeah, so there are so many things wrong with that question. The first obvious one is that we are not perfect. Uh, maybe if you don't know anything about anatomy. No, you, you don't even need to know anything about anatomy to know that we are not perfect. We are, like, we have so many issues with our body that are just there naturally. That if you if it was like, if you were going to assume that somebody designed us or somebody made us, like this guy is saying, you would have to ask that what type of engineer is this person. So there are so many um, examples, I think. Uh, the simple one I could I could think of is uh, the connection between our throat and our mouth that makes us choke when we we breathe, like the the pipe that takes both food and air down there. So that is one one um you could call it a quote unquote design flaw, and we have many examples of that type of thing in our bodies. So if you if you're saying who made us so perfect, I don't know what type of question that is. And the second problem is that before you even say you ask a question like who made this or who, de who designed this all those type of questions you have to like conclude that that thing or that object or whatever was designed in the first place before you go on to ask the question that who designed this and i don't see any justification for you to assume that human beings were designed i think i understand the like i i, I know the way it, it can be intuitive but if you if you if you go deep into the matter i don't think it's um it's that reasonable must we go or is this world all really worth it questions we don't answer because apparently we don't really have to there's no purpose to this life and our existence is merely natural <laughs> they are showing richard dawkins and lawrence lawrence kraus right now and i just find that really funny then in that case please let me ask you did you create yourself or was it somebody else who had fashioned you yeah he does it again uh, did you create yourself or somebody else fashioned you like i said before you ask those type of questions first conclude that people were created or designed or whatever before you because that's not the, it's not only some some somebody created you or you or you created yourself that's the options out there and i don't know if apologists do this type of things i don't know if they do it deliberately or they just can't reason well i'm not sure which the case is but i would bet my money that they do it deliberately they know what they are doing because you're a being that's impeccable thoughtless no, you're not. and unparalleled no, you're, you're a product not. of supreme intelligence and i'm merely no. being rational you have flaws there isn't a camera on this earth that can come close to the human eye nor a computer that can compete alongside the human mind and if the whole world was to come together we wouldn't be able to create a single fly so 
Oh, many signs, yet we still deny a sign. So what he just said here is that there are so many amazing things in nature that human beings can't replicate. We can't do it ourselves. But yeah, I agree. That is very true. But how does that conclude? How do you go from there that somebody had to do all these things? Like, why don't you, why can't you have, uh, why can't you have nature where everything just, everything forms from natural processes? Like, if you break down everything down to its fundamentals, you see that they are all, it's all natural processes that leads to things. No matter how amazing they are, it's not, um, when I say natural processes, I mean there's no um, cosmic mind or something that is behind it, like trying to say you do this, you do that, you do. So, I don't get that logic. Like, if we can't replicate things, therefore, somebody must have done it. Like, who? What sort of reasoning is that? Tries to justify that all this could come from none when it's a simple sum. Zero plus zero plus zero cannot possibly ever give you one. So from where did all this order come? But everything has its origins. Yeah, and he, he misrepresented the scientific position right there. He said science is trying to justify that all this came from none. Like, does it mean none? Like nothing? Like a philosophical nothing? Because if that's what it means, I don't think any... Uh, any scientist says that type of thing. Maker, a creator of its own. I mean, the only reason you're watching this video is because somebody had to press upload. So we. So he's comparing uh, the video uh, with nature, and that is just a terrible logic. Like the reason why we know that a video can't just be there without anybody trying to, like, without anybody creating the video, is that we know what videos are. We know how videos are formed. We know that it is people that make videos. Yeah, so when you go to nature, you don't have the same uh, thing. You, you don't have any evidence that uh, people or something creates rock, rocks or beds and all that. You, so you can't, it's a very, it's a quite flawed analogy and most times they just, they get away with it. To believe in the Big Bang, but I'd rather believe in he who caused it to explode. Allah. The creator of everything. <laughs> I'm laughing because of the jump in logic. Like it just went from, <laughs> it just went from uh, asking all these questions, like trying to show that things were designed and all that, to jumping into that the creator is Allah. <laughs> like Allah is one out of so many uh, gods that human beings have like thought of. So many. So what I'm trying to say is that if you if I if I grant him for the sake of argument that if I say all his arguments are like they stand that okay we can as we can assume that somebody had to create all of reality and some or something had to create all of reality like how do you just um conclude that it is Allah <laughs> like I said before he's not asking he's not looking for answers he's just trying to guide us to uh the 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 question the answers that his religion proposes and that is what we just saw here. Along with every single soul, the ever-living, the master, the only one who is in control. Unlike his creation, beyond our imagination, and no, he's not a man, nor does he have any partners in association. He's on <laughs> I'm laughing because, uh, yeah, he said Allah is not a man and he doesn't have any partners in, in, in association. And in the video, they showed some some um church pictures and the some pictures of jesus and all that so they are trying to throw uh they're trying to throw shades at christians so you know muslims have this idea of shirk that allah is um 
Allah the Almighty is on his own, like he's the Almighty and nobody there's no there's nothing at his level. So you can't like if you if you put the same if you if you put something else at the same level with Allah, uh you are committing shirk shirk rather and it's the like worst form of sin ever. And uh it's it's just so it's just so funny to me because a lot of uh, the arguments that this guy made, like a lot of Christians are going to make the same arguments. Oh, look at nature! Look at how everything is wonderful. Somebody has to create uh, this, all this, and blah blah blah. And look at the way they are <laughs> they are going to different conclusions. His own, and no, he did not ever leave us alone. By the way, did I say I did I? I'm not sure I did, but I like the. I like the, the style that uh, they are using to present the video, like the the way they have made it a, in the form of um, rap and uh, rhyme and all that. I think it's it's cool. Just like every manufacturer, he left us with an instruction manual, the Quran and Islam. And I'm sorry to jump to conclusions, but it's the only one possible. How? How? Like, how do you how how do you make this type of argument? Then you just jump to. Um, Allah and the Quran and Islam like how do, how exactly does that follow <laughs> no 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 you can't you can't jump to conclusions like that like no that is um that is not rational the only definition of God is the one and only supreme being it's logical a book with okay so he said the only definition of God is one and only uh I don't know how like like I'm trying to think of, let's say, I'm trying to think of a, a scenario where you could have maybe many gods or something like that. And these many gods came together and they created the universe. I don't know. I, I think if there's, any, if there's any logical impossibility in that, somebody should point that out to me. And another situation that I'm thinking of is, okay, maybe there's one, there's a god, and that god is not... Because when he, when this guy talks about Allah or when Christians talk about uh Yahweh or, or the Trinitarian God, though Muslims are going to disagree that the, the Christian God is not is not a pure one God like they believe, but that's another topic. So what I'm trying to say is that when they talk about these gods, these gods have certain attributes: all powerful, all knowing, all loving, all good, and so on and so forth. Now, why is it? What makes it logically impossible that you have a God that is evil? Or you have a God that is not all good. Maybe it's good 90% of the time and 10% of the time this God is evil. Or you even have a God that doesn't, is not all powerful. Maybe he can create things, but there are certain things that God can't do. Or you have a God that is not all knowing. Like, why, what is, what um, stops all these things from, what makes them illogical? I, I really don't, I don't understand. Zero contradictions with miracles that are both scientific and historical or revealed all. 1400 years ago like the detailed description of the human embryo yeah so this is that um uh, th there's this argument that muslims like to make for the quran that first of all they say the quran is free from contradictions uh i don't i don't think so but let's assume that the quran is free from contradictions of course you could have books that are free from contradiction like you could have a book that somebody settled down to write and all that but um Still, that book is not from a god, so I don't think that's a very good argument. And I don't even think the Quran itself is free from contra contradiction. It's just that when you try to show it to Muslims, there is way like they have ways of trying to like rationalize all this. They'll say, "No, you're taking it out of context." You, you, ex ex exactly how a lot of Muslims pick verses in the Bible or 
or, or, or passages in the Bible and they try to show it to Christians and maybe Jewish people that, oh, you guys have contradictions in your book. And the Christians are going to give them very similar answers that uh, they, they are going to give if you show them things like that in their own, in their, in their books as well. Yeah, so back to this whole scientific miracle of the Quran uh, stuff. So the Muslim will usually make the argument that the Quran has certain things that could not have been known by the Prophet. Like people at uh, the time of the Prophet didn't know these things. So it is only it's only rational that maybe like that a divine source um, gave the Prophet this knowledge. And I just want to say whenever you hear a Muslim making that type of claim, just ask them for the best example that they can give. And I think I think the best example, to, the most impressive one, is the embryolo- embryo- um, embryology uh, claim. So you, what you just do, you just go to that, go to that passage, uh, read multiple translations of the passage, and you could even read commentaries. Uh, you could check out commentaries like Ibn Kathir. So you read that and you you compare, so you know exactly what the passage is talking about. So you now compare that to the known science, and you now see the differences. You see that you see that it's not very, it's not exactly the same thing that the Muslim is trying to claim it is, and that is how. That is what happens most times. In fact, in some passages, it is even very, like it is even very bad that when you read, you read the passage and you understand the science, you know that no, 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 this is not, this what this person said here is wrong, or this person is not even talking about what you you are claiming is talking about. Of the human embryo in the Quran cannot be based on scientific knowledge in the seventh century. To the mountains as pegs holding firm the earth below, and the two seas that don't mix in a complete separate flow. To the planets in orbit, alternating night and day as they stay in flow. The expansion of the universe and the creation of everything from H2. So, yeah, um, in case you watch, because I'm going to put the link of the video uh, in the description section of this um, episode. So, in case you uh, watch the video yourself i want you to like if you have the time just pick up all this because he has he, he puts the sources of the verses that he's stating yeah so pick up the verses and like do what do what i said just read multiple translations read translations like i think um just read read multiple translations and read ancient commentaries i'm talking about commentaries that have that go a, a long way back that are not um, based on modern understanding of the world and see what these verses are actually saying and i promise you you are not going to be you're not going to be that impressed and i don't know why i don't know if a lot of muslims don't do this or i really don't understand what it is or maybe they just have that bias like you you tend to like accept things that only that already conform with what you believe and i think that's what is um, going on oh to the stories of the past and the preservation of Pharaoh, to identifying the lowest point in the land where Persia defeated Rome, the gushing fluid that created man in the glands between the ribs and the... Yeah, the gushing fluid that he's talking about, there's also one scientific error with that passage that you're talking about, like, that he's talking about, rather. Uh, And it has to do with where the fluid is produced. So that is one... I even have... There's one... I have one very... um, I have one video where uh, someone... Uh, someone makes an the person is an ex-muslim and he he does an analysis of all these passages and it's a series so i think i'm i think i'm going to put that link in the in the comment section it's a it's a really good one because he analyzes the arabic and all that backbone and not a word has changed it's still the same so please explain how all this was known even this claim that not the, that the quran has remained the same over a very long time i don't even think that is true 
uh i think there was there was a time that the quran had variants and what happened was that a someone that the, the person that was a caliph at that time like he he, he took one specific one and it destroyed all the variants and from then they started like they they made sure they were trying to follow that one so i don't think that claim is true as well over 1400 years ago to a man who couldn't read or write as he would recite whatever the angel spoke yeah. and if you still don't believe please try to come up with something that's even close but you can't so we <laughs> this is uh, there's, a, there's a challenge that um that the prophet muhammad keeps giving in the quran it's like he, he keeps saying people accuse him of coming up with the quran and fabricating what he's saying like what he what he claims to be from an angel and he keeps telling them that if it is a fabrication that they should bring something better and i just find it funny because i remember when i remember myself having a conversation with my christian friend and i told him that i basically told him that i have so far uh with the way i understand the bible i don't see why it's i don't see why it's a book that uh human beings can't come up with like i don't mean one person i mean many human beings like i don't see any special uh moral for the morals or anything for the time that the bible was uh, sorry the books of the bible were produced and all that so i really don't think i don't i really don't think you have to like conclude that the bible has to be from god or something and <laughs> and these guys started challenging me to go and bring another book that is better than the bible or that is just like the bible and i just i find it um i find it funny that this muslim is using even the prophet muhammad used that logic and a Christian as well use that logic as, as well to me. God is a mockery and his messengers is a joke. Muhammad could not read or write. How somebody who can't read or write gonna start a religion? Dismiss the scriptures as legends and tales of the ancient folk as we live life according to our whims, desires, and hopes. Saying this life is the yeah. only home we will ever know. This is that thing again, like painting people that reject your religion as people that are just um they are just hedonistic pleasure seekers and all that and blah 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 and i i think i commented already so i'll just i'll not just talk we will live and die and simply turn to bones yo low correction after the grass dies the rain arrives and it regrows and allah promises to do the same thing to your very soul yeah this is that pascal's bridge argument again and bring you back from your very fingertips to your toes as the all-seeing supreme being watches us so close and we are surely being tested in our wealth our health and our self and everything that we've been blessed with yeah i want i want, I want to make one side comment and this is just on the background music of this um video i don't know why exactly the muslims use like they like to use all these um sal sal um sorry sad sort of moaning sound in the background i don't like what is it what is it supposed to to do so believe for we will surely be resurrected and be brought back to our lord in account for every single deed as he hands us our books and orders us to read and of course there are people that are very decent human beings i'm sure this muslim is going to i don't think he's going to disagree with me like not being a muslim or not believing in god or not having a religion doesn't mean you just go around arming people uh engaging in self-destructive behaviors and all that that's not true there are people that are very 
there are some very kind and loving human beings out there that you would really you really wish you really like to be with them and they are not religious at all or they are even religious and maybe they are buddhist or they are hindus or whatever they don't belong to islam so this whole idea of trying to like scare people that yeah if you don't accept our religion our, our god is going to punish you it's just bizarre because what type of god punishes people for not um believing in him like the, is god so insecure like it's just it's, it's just weird <laughs> seriously from the bad to the good and everything in between you yourself are sufficient for your own accountability so don't be mad at me you were the one who thought he wouldn't come back to me i gave you a whole life long to search after me but you Aww. were busy in all that which was temporary so read <laughs> glad again. tidings to all those who believed and if you disbelieve read and don't let that day be the first day you find out what you're a lot of people read the Quran, by the way, and it is, it is the Quran itself that makes them leave Islam. So, your your read advice is not always um, it's not always how you think it is. I really means read. All right, so that was the that was the end of the video, and uh, I think it is just um. I think it is basically it is consistent with the, the type of um, rhetorics that I see in all forms of apologetics, not just Christianity, but Islam as well, and many other religions. It's the same. It's the same, and I don't know why. Like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why these people don't notice that they are sort of using the same way of thinking, and they are getting to different conclusions. I don't know if they don't notice, or maybe they notice it. I don't even know. It's just um. It's just bizarre, and it's really interesting. Alright, so that's all I have to say in this episode. Uh, I would like to know your thoughts on this video. If you if you listen to the episode and maybe you, you agree with what the, the speaker is saying. Uh, thank you for listening and bye for now.